Wagwan. Pass the duchy to the left hand side. <laughs> this is must any good taste. Your podcast for the week of 11-11-2019. And as always, I'm your host, Steven, and I'm always joined by And I'm Roz Chandler. Roz Chandler. <laughs> Wagwanbla. Wagwan. Uh and this week we're talking about that mistress. That mistress, the ganja, yeah. The the devil's lettuce. That lettuce, the devil, yes. That mistress, that lettucey, Romani goodness. That yeah. real sticky, icky, icky. Woo wee. Woo wee. Oh boy. God dang. Oh boy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So I I don't know if people you know, don't know this, you know, but I you know. We don't live together or nothing like that, so I've not got a chance to connect with you. Mm-hmm. So let's catch up. What's going on? How you doing? Anything interesting? Any good? Anything interesting happening in in the life of the Chandler Phillips, the comedian Chandler <laughs> Phillips? He could be found sometimes on Mondays at the Broadway Comedy Club. Oh, nice way to plug. We're we, me, and the comedian Chandler Phillips. Um, uh, nothing, nothing really new. Just you know, living, surviving. Um, taking it each day at a time, just trying to you know go out there, live our best life, put out the best energy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm even with Mercury in retrograde. You know, Mercury always being retrograde. Damn, like, let's take that bitch Mercury out the oven, right? Like fucking get it together, Mercury. We're all doing stuff. I'm trying to get shit together. Come on, Mercury. I don't really have any uh, have any news, but uh, what about you? You got uh, anything new going on? Of course I do. What's going on in the world this? of... Are you ready for this? Yeah. Absolutely nothing, because my life is absolutely boring. But I've done... I've kind of come up with a, a thing. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine, who was like really creative, we were talking, and they were like, oh, what I want to do is, I kind of want to like... Uh, we should like write a script, kind of do a treatment, a story, like... About your life. My boring ass life. Your life. So I've decided to take what I've been doing with The Art of Giving Up. And I've decided to, to start trying to tell my story. I thought that'd be kind of interesting. You know? How? What is your story? Well, it's long. So you got to listen to The Art of Giving Up. There you go. Oh. And, and I think I'm going to try. I'm going to do a few episodes like normal. But in the background, I'm going to be like getting stuff together. I'm going to try to actually produce some good content. Things that this, this is not. <laughs> this is not in good taste. This is not in good taste. You came and, to the wrong podcast, motherfucker. The thing that I uh, that got me thinking about this, okay, about doing this episode, is a story. I've got a story for you, okay? Just hit me with a story. So we're talking about the marijuana. And we have a list of uh, topics and stuff. It's like, oh, episodes we might do or whatever. And we haven't really been looking at it, I think. And I thought, oh, I'm a little busy this week. I didn't get a chance to really get things together. So I looked at it, and there was one about, was Weed Cool? And I was brought to this story about me and the fact that I do not smoke the marijuana. Nah, you're square as fuck. And you smoke the marijuana. Uh, I, I would agree that I'm a self-proclaimed stoner. At heart. So what I did was I went on Instagram and I reached out to people that I know. I reached out to everyone on uh, Instagram at uh, Art of Giving Up and I asked them questions. I asked like uh, two things. You right? talked to fellow stoners. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that because I'm a fellow to you. Yes. I asked two questions. Mm-hmm. I asked like what was their first time getting high? Mm-hmm. And that is a question I asked. I took a poll. Most people remember their first time. Unless it was good. <laughs> and, uh, the, oh, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And then <laughs> the second one was a poll where I took where is, uh, is weed addictive? I was just curious. Hmm. And remember, of course, if you want to be part of these polls and these things, I do these every week uh, at the Instagram Art of Giving Up. How could we contact you if we want to be part of these polls? Well, I just said it. There just go. go to Art of Giving Up? On Instagram, yeah. Because that's why I usually put it in the stories. Oh, and just DM you. I put it in the stories. Oh. So you can... Oh, you don't use... Inst- you don't know. You can put You can put like a question and then they'll answer it and it'll come... And- Call me Boomer. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> um, and... Boomer sounds like... 
<laughs> Sounds like the kid of the the one dad who takes like peewee football way too seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, Boomer, hit him where it hurts." I was just thinking about that. Yeah, Boomer, come on, get him. Um, everyone's first time was when they were like nineteen years old or like younger. It's like high school. Yeah, you know. I never imbibed in the cannabinoids until last year when I was in this room. How old were you? How old were you last year? 32. And a friend of mine had the beautiful Rice Krispie type treat, a Fruity Pebble treat. Oh. In my house. Fruity Pebbles? Yes. Oh. And I thought it looked so good. And I was like, can I have some? They were like, yeah. So I ate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's delicious. It was weed, yeah. and I know Ooh. what cannabis things taste like. It didn't taste like that. <laughs> it was a good one, then. <laughs> and uh, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought there was a gas leak in my house, and I thought I was floating, but I was acting real cool, real cool, and I was kind of bugged out. And I really liked the smashing pumpkins. I was like, "Yo, this is so good." Mm. You know, the world is a vampire. <laughs> Actually, it was uh, tonight. Tonight, I was like, "Yo," I was like, doo, doo, doo. "I was like, yo, this is so good," but it had me bugging out, and I realized that, like, that must be your life every day. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you clearly had some sort of adverse reaction with how far you were bugging out, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Quick disclosure: Your experience is not universal. Was it a bad? What? I it wasn't bugged. I didn't think I was. I was chilling. It was just like you were chilling. Yeah, I just thought that song was so good. And before that, I was like smashing pumpkins. Ill. Like I like that one song. But then after, I was like, yo, I was literally in this bed, and I was like, I remember explicitly what happened. I was sitting there. They went to the bathroom, and I was like, yo, this this song is so good. Yo, and they were like, you're high. And I was like, yo, I am. <laughs> they went to the bathroom, and I leaned back on the bed, and I blinked, and I was sober. <laughs> and I read about this. Apparently, when people take edibles sometimes, they'll just, like, be sober. Like, Oh, moments of clarity. Yeah, like, I thought that I, like, at first, when I first ate it, I was fine. But then all of a sudden, I was high. And then, when it was over, it was not like a come down. It's just, like, done. And then I was like, yo, did that happen? But I had taken videos on my phone. I was like, yo, that feels like that was like four days ago. But it was like two minutes. It was so weird. So like, so disassociative. Huh. I felt like, yo, and it wasn't like bad. It wasn't like a really bad experience. But that kind of floaty high feeling made my stomach kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't like roller coasters or anything. Like kind of set my stomach a little bit. You know, but not like, it wasn't because it felt like maybe nauseous. But like. Sometimes that's just like a reaction to the actual plant material that's yeah. in it. It's like, yo, what? I feel like I'm floating a little bit, you know? Holy shit. What the fuck is going on here? Sounds like a really pleasant experience. <laughs> For you. Oh, that you sounds know? like a real good high when you explain right. it like that. See, I have, I assumed you had like a negative association. It wasn't really. I, I literally have videos of like us laughing over pasta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and my friend was like, you don't love me. You gave me this tiny fork. She's like, how did you give me this tiny fork? You have a regular size fork. That's how you know you don't love me. I have a tiny fork. You have a big fork. And I'm just, in the video, I'm dying. I'm laughing at the top of my lungs. At the fact that it's a tiny fork. Because the fork is really tiny. The fork is really tiny. Yeah, the fork is absolutely fucking like a midget fork. Like like a cocktail fork. Yes. But not really. It's a regular fork. But I have restaurant forks. And then I have like dollar forks, and it's like half the size. Dollhouse forks. And <laughs> I swear I'm not hot. <clears throat> Are you sure? No, but you're about to be because uh, the whole point of this is that we're talking about the the ganja. So today we're tasting. Oh, not we. You're tasting. Oh, today I'm tasting in the spirit of was that in good taste? I have um some weed. It's it's one of my favorite ways to... It's a good joint. It's For those who are technically savvy, it is a spliff. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Uh, here, we've, we've, we've been known to call that joint and a spliff. Joints kind and of, spliffs kind are of, synonymous? Kind of interchangeably, to my experience. Mm. As someone who's been surrounded by 
the marijuanas. Mm-hmm. That's what I've experienced there. There you go. Fair enough. In in my understanding, the difference between a joint and a spliff is a joint implies that it is straight weed. It's just marijuana bud in it. A spliff implies that there's alternative smoking herbs in conjunction with the weed. There's tobacco in that? There's, there's, there's a little bit of backwoods little, in that. I, I like to use all of the buffalo when it comes to um, using blunts. So... This actually is it's kind of a funny story. You're, you're high, by the way. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so if, if the pace is a little weird, it's because you're high. All right. I'm okay. mildly stoned, which <laughs> okay, let's do it. God. Is acceptable <laughs> to some people. All right. So we'll not me though. Start with you, because what are you drinking? Okay, so I've got my weed. You've okay, got so I'm drinking the Stone Escova. Uh, it's a it's a it's a milk chocolate stout with like shit in it to make it taste like mexican hot chocolate mm-hmm. and we also have another beer here which is down here what is it again it's uh, it's a uh, cellar door um from it's... cigar city brewing yes wait from where cigar city cigar brewing. city brewing. brewing and it's a dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale which i'm about wheat ales yeah, yeah, that's yeah. to but everything's hop now everything but, but it's mostly to give it the aromatics but it's in the can so we're not getting that mm-hmm. but here's the thing about me drinking this is I spent all my time being like, I don't want to smoke, I don't want to smoke, I'm going to do drugs. Yeah, I, I drink alcohol. That's a drug. So, there we go. <laughs> That's how you know I'm, you're fucking square when I'm, you're like, alcohol's a drug too, <laughs> and so is caffeine. It is. So. I'm so into caffeine. You don't even understand. Okay, I have like 30 bags of caffeinated stuff. Of <laughs> caffeine. Caffeinated stuff. So you're drinking. Didn't you just say you picked up like 15 more on accident? I, not on accident. A good friend of mine. Sarah, who listens to everything that I do. What's up? Holla, holla. What was that? What was that? Holla. Um, so you're drinking, you're drinking that as well, but you're also about to smoke. What is this? Um, well, let me let me finish this. It's a dry oh, hop okay. farmhouse wheat ale with sage from Stillwater Artisanal. And oh, the other one was, I forgot. Yeah, this one has sage in it. So it's kind of, it's herbal. It's herbaceous. Mm. And pairing with it. I have a, a mystery strain, probably like a mid-shelf uh, marijuana with uh, some backwoods tobacco rolled in a raw king-size joint paper, a mild filter, a slight taper to the mouthpiece, and just all around an exquisitely rolled joint, if I do say so myself. So what we're going to do is oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a little interactive moment here. Hey there, Chandler. Right. Gonna take a little video of you uh, lighting this here spliff. This is super incriminating. Why would you, this why is would happening you... in California? This is we got on a plane. We flew to California. I put the I put I put this podcast on my resume. <laughs> Dude, don't do that. I should not do that. <laughs> you, they're not gonna listen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna find this in ten years? All right. Just so. I, I like. By the way, if anyone here is like, man, this is good radio material. Habit of Wellness on YouTube. Habit of Wellness. There's like two subscribers. <laughs> it's like me and my mother. <laughs> it's gonna be there, and it's gonna be vertical because I have the phone vertically because I forgot to turn it horizontally. God, you're the fucking worst. <laughs> so right. Chandler, mm-hmm. why do you smoke? Um, that's a loaded question. Uh, one, because I like to, and two, it makes me feel better. Just better? Just better. It doesn't make me feel good anymore. It just makes me feel better. That's the thing I kind of noticed, like, about my mother, who deals with, like, anxiety and she smokes. A lot of people who smoke... Don't really get high so much anymore. Like they do a little bit, but they stop smoking. To, oh no, I do that with alcohol. <laughs> I'm not drinking to get drunk. I just drink to I be just, a little not I, sober. I just drink. Oh no, oh no. Maybe I should smoke weed. <laughs> no, thank you. So it makes you feel better. Better than what? Um. Ooh, we're getting into it. First, uh, just before we get too far along, my uh, 
my issues and what I'm escaping from. Um, do a little quick synopsis of the flavors of this weed. Uh, Is that a thing? Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm from California. Remember, we like, we like wine. We bring wine tasting. I love that. <laughs> the beer hit me in the face. Okay. It left some on your glasses. Mm-hmm. Usually, you got to find a separate category for that. Uh, so this weed right here, this right here is <laughs> spliff. All right. <laughs> I just know you're high cause you're plugged out right now. Okay. It's it takes me back to, uh, my initial year smoking like the first couple times. Um, the, the bud itself isn't too aromatic. The smoke is a clean smoke, though, so it's not too seedy or stemmy. You get mostly, mostly like the the actual bud, but I wouldn't say it's over overly, um, cannab or cannabinized. Like it didn't doesn't have any artificial, um, excess THC or ter- terpenes. Um, what else could I give as a synopsis? Earthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Let's see. One more. One more little hit for the palate. Breathe, breathe it in real close to the mic. Weed ASMR. So I'm getting notes of potato skin. A um, little bit of spice of uh, oregano. And probably thyme. Like a little bit of a thyme under, underscore. Um, not too minty. But, like, as if you're chewing on a leaf from something that's vaguely in the mint family, uh, along with a bit of alfalfa. Mm. That would be my my synopsis of this this joint. I think the little bit of the alfalfa probably comes from the hemp paper. Um, but overall, a good smoke and a good pull. I would say, job well done here. Um, do you want to get... You do your synopsis of your uh, of your your cellar door from Stillwater Artisanal. No, and I'll tell you why because it is it is a wheat ale. Yeah, it tastes like a wheat ale with a little hint of sage. Doesn't taste special. Doesn't taste amazing. Doesn't taste bad. It's clean. It's like five four point seven or five percent. Don't even bother looking. It's okay. And the sage isn't even all that strong through it. Like no. it's not like you. It's just enough to almost sage. be annoying. It's more like uh, someone has some dried sage hanging in their house, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that little bit of of mm-hmm. wisps. So I would say that not that I don't enjoy it, but when it comes to flavors like this, because it's so consistent and but subtle, you can't really enjoy the sage. So it's like another thing there that's not really helping. I disagree. Oh. I mean, I agree that you're identifying the correct flavors, but I think that the enjoyment factor, as someone who likes wheat ales, I like its kind of subtle nuance. I appreciates it, and I hope it appreciates me. It's not. I just think it's. A, you know what it is? It's a little boring. You give that beautiful, you know, description of your cannabis. I think its simplicity pairs very well with this joint. I mean. That's what wheat ale is. I think that's what's great about a wheat ale. Like, this is not cold enough for me. I think a little bit colder. Ooh, it's a nice, nice, cold, nice, wheat cold. Ale. It's refreshing. Has a little bit going on there, you know. But when talking about a beer, this is the kind of thing that you do more of a drinking about, unless we're talking about. This is a drinking beer. This is again. It's a compliment beer. It's not. A, it's not a sit around and talk about it. You're right. It's. Uh, you're sitting around, you're smoking some weed, and it's more of a palate cleanser than anything that just gives you a little zing of sage. Damn, to kinda... I wish I had an Impossible Burger right now. Ooh. Uh, I could fuck up an Impossible Burger. And I, I'm I'm full-on carnivorous. Oh, next time we record Impossible Burgers. To All right. Do weed and Impossible Burgers. I cannot burger. <laughs> let you and your highness derail me. Why do you smoke? You said your highness. <laughs> You're white. You can't say that. Like, like I'm royalty. Um, yes, my why son. do I smoke? Well, let me tell you how it all started. It, it started 
in a time in my life where I started realizing that all the other things I did for fun um, got a lot more competitive. And I didn't really like that competition aspect. Partly because I didn't like trying so hard and partly because I kind of thought over-competition took the fun out of some things and it put me in a in in a more hostile mindset and so i kind of i stopped doing more active things like playing baseball and uh doing speech and debate and uh doing like student government stuff and i felt a little bit of a rejection from from that but at the same time a little bit more of just like i, I was i was tired i was tired of it and uh my friends at the time were um, affiliate, affiliated with stoners and um, smoked occasionally themselves. And so eventually the time came where I was hanging out with them. We were at a park and <laughs> I uh, they rolled a joint and I looked at it. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of shitty looking like that. <laughs> I feel like I could do better than you guys. And they're like, okay, talk a lot of shit, show us. And I I have this hidden talent to be able to roll burritos really good. (laughs) Like, legit, I had friends who would ask me to roll their burritos in high school because I I had the tuck down. I was about to say, it's all about the tuck. People overthink the the burrito. It's... There's two tucks, yeah. and you just got to hit it right. Yeah. It, the, I think the first one is really, really important. Yep. That's exactly that's exactly the philosophy. And you think, like, oh, okay, this this burrito. Burritos are different than rolling paper. They're not. And so I rolled this joint. and Oh, my God. I know how to roll a joint. I, I know how to roll a joint. I just realized I'm not a roll a joint because of that description. It's the, it's like a little burrito. It's exactly like a little square burrito. Oh my god, the, the first tuck. I feel I feel it in my fingers. You might have the natural gift. <laughs> so I roll this joint. My buddies are like, "Damn." Okay. That was that was impressive. This is probably one of the best rolled joints we've had at, at this far in our young smoking careers. I'm like, "Well, well, if I if I did it so well, if I made this this great creation, I might as well enjoy it. So I took a puff, and I've never been the same. <laughs> it's just like all the fucking cliche movies where, like, they remember their first time smoking. I'm going to be honest, I didn't get too high, but I definitely got high enough to feel something. And the the things that I would usually overthink, I wasn't thinking about at all. And the the little twinge of anxiety that I'd feel slipped away. I think Dave Chappelle puts it the best where weed has a little thing in it. It's a little chemical called fuck it. <laughs> and at the time I was in pretty decent need of some fuck it. And uh, there, there you go. That's... That's kind of why I started smoking was because sometimes I need a little help to just let things go and not dwell on them. But as it's come out, it the as I've had this this experience being a stoner, it it's only kind of a short term fix, I guess. <laughs> like it's a. Uh, uh, like now I still dwell on shit even when I'm stoned and I just dwell on weirder shit weirder shit like what uh, like sometimes it's about jokes and comedy other times it's like it's like why are radiators still a thing <laughs> well that's, that's obvious yeah because radiators radiate heat even if you don't see them but like it seems like an inefficient method of radiating heat. Okay. What's another way to radiate heat? Um, if you radiate heat anyway, it'd be something that radiates. So thus it'd be a radiator. But like just the whole having these massive pipes. Okay. Are you going to, how much would it, how much is going to cost you to tear the pipes out of a building? 
and and then you're gonna have to figure out a, a way to complete anyway anyway yeah uh-huh see you're having an argument that i've already had in my head by myself you're you're not convincing me of anything you're just another another voice another one of the high voices another one of the high voices that's like right now because there's sometimes the high voice, sometimes the logical voice, but then there's sometimes three high voices that are all on completely different trains of thought, you know? Sorry, I've got a lot of smoke in your face. But anyway, so that's why I smoke, um, and now it's just kind of become habitual. But I digress. Why do you not smoke, Stephen? I don't know. And this this is a thing that's hilarious. I guess my mother is screwed right now because I'm going to talk about the fact that she smokes weed. Oh, well, game over. I didn't know my mother smoked weed for the majority of my life. She didn't really hide it from me, but my mother was not a terrible parent, so she wasn't blowing weed in my face. Good. So I just didn't know that she smoked weed until I was in my, like, 18, 19. But then I didn't really pay attention. Like, I knew she was, but it wasn't a thing and i always so you mentioned something about like like did did you realize she was smoking something but just didn't know it was i know she smoked cigarettes okay so um she can smoke weed the entire time but you mentioned something about the competitive aspect and you might have as you've noticed probably from coming to new york people here smoke weed competitively yeah they do people smoke everything competitively people drink everything competitively People are competitive. So I didn't drink and I didn't smoke because I didn't feel like I had to be like, I'm going to drink until I'm dead, you know, and something about smoking really, it's not as interesting as yours, but I think I've mentioned before that like I grew up in Harlem and the only faces that I saw are people who look like me. I went to school with people who look like me. But the people who went to school with me beat me into the hospital, mm-hmm. and the teachers uh, be physically abused me and shit. And you know, so the the things that I saw were people that looked like me, and they smoked weed. And the music right. was people smoking weed, uh-huh. and and drinking. So I kind of just felt like it wasn't necessarily an attractive. Yeah, thing and, to you. I didn't. I did not think that people who smoked weed were like villains. Mm-hmm. But I just never wanted. To smoke weed ever, I've never just had to urge. Mm. And there are friends I have now who are like, literally, I have friends who are my closest friends in the world, and they're like, "You don't smoke?" I'm like, "You've known me for 20 years." They're like, "But I could have sworn because I was there, <laughs> but I never smoked because You're it just deep in it. It just never appealed to me. Probably because you never rolled something. Well, my well, that's not true." My mother always told me, if you don't want to smoke, you don't know how to roll, you don't got to smoke. That way you don't really feel like you're outside of it. I mean, she's so right. So I don't smoke, and nobody ever asked me to roll, but I know how. Do you? I do. I just don't go out of my way, because then I feel like, like someone's like, you, you know how to roll, and it's like, oh no, I'm going to mess up, you know. But I do know how to roll. I and- take a lot of pride in rolling, and I take a lot of respect or I give a lot of respect for people who can roll. Well. I used to roll all the time because I you hang around people, so they always thought I, people that I know right now think that I smoke because they've seen me roll. Hmm. But I had never, ever, ever taken a pull. Hmm. Hmm. And I had uh, some Cisco when I was eighteen, and Cisco. What's... It's like a it's like what Four Loco is now. But it's like in a glass bottle and it's a little smaller and it's like it was like twelve percent. My mother let me have some on my eighteenth birthday. But like I I didn't drink mm-hmm. because people that I I used to go see my ex girlfriend in Hell's Kitchen. She went hey, to the restaurant. Where I live. I know, right? Oh yeah, tell me where you live. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> you sound real high. <laughs> um so I used to go and visit her and not pick up from work on Thursdays. And these women We'll be passed out in the street and vomiting and stuff. And to, last night, I walked past like 10 piles of vomit. Ooh. And I just don't... And I, when I used to live on the 7 train, the 7 train out of Grand Central is literally covered in vomit mm. bec- on, on like Friday nights. And it's, it's, just so, it's just so unappealing. 
You know what I mean? So I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to smoke. I wasn't really straight edge. You know, I did have sex and I did drink a little bit. Like you did sex, drugs, and rock and roll, just minus the uh, the drugs. Yeah, I, that's really true though, because I hung because also I used to go to concerts and I would go to copy in the pit and like, oh, if you want to have a drink, a little sip of whiskey, yeah, vodka, yeah. But then everybody that I knew who would be doing drugs, they didn't just smoke weed. Uh... They'd be pop- popping X. They'd be doing coke. You know, Skittles. You know what we call it? Skittles. Everything the color rainbow. I remember she used to be on the bench outside of uh, the Fordham Library. And I remember that she thought she was an ice cream scoop and that she was out of the fridge and she was melting. Wait, as an ice cream scoop? Yeah, she thought that she was one. Oh, like a scoop of ice cream? Yes. Or uh, the apparatus? <laughs> no, she thought she was a scoop of ice cream. Oh, okay. And she was melting. Because like she wasn't in the fridge. An ice cream scoop <laughs> would take a lot of heat. To melt, anyway, it's made of metal. I, and <laughs> I know lots of people who've abused drugs, so it just seemed unappealing to me. I shouldn't be chuckling at that, but I here I am <laughs> giggling. You know, <laughs> and and I feel like now that I'm all older and shit, and it's like I can't, I don't want to smoke because now I can't enjoy it. Like I can't call it, I can't call it fucking marijuana. Okay. Uh, why not? Because racist, apparently. Oh, you want to dig into that a little bit? You why know? can't you call it marijuana? <laughs> because, I, so at first I thought it was like made up, but apparently, I don't know shit. Okay, like I, I found some articles, and you go to the show notes, it's going to be under the podcast or whatever the fuck this is found, and you're going to see an article, and I thought that it was made up, but it wasn't. Apparently, was Mexicans it? called it as a, as like a joke, like a like as a casual name, marijuana, mm-hmm. and that was the name that was used to demonize it. So people say that it's racist. Why would that demonize it? It makes it sound so pretty. Well, no, because you know they were like, oh, the Negroes and the Mexicans smoke marijuana, but because <laughs> you know you don't like the Negroes and Mexicans. Well, yeah, I, I, clearly. <laughs> but like you have marjoram. And you have turmeric, and you have all these other kind of wacky spice names. Why would marijuana Listen, not... Okay, I put in the show notes, did you look Reefer Madness? Yeah, I've seen Reefer Madness. I fucking... That shit right there. Devil's lettuce. <laughs> the devil's I think, lettuce. I've, I've, I know Reefer Madness more from uh, just samples in hip-hop songs. Yes! And, all right, so and can like you sublime. tell people about Reefer Madness real quick? To, to, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Reefer Madness is a is it a, one of them was female. I can't even. Was it was it a mockumentary or it was It was real. It was real, right? It yeah. was a real propaganda film against hemp and the marijuana industry. It was I believe from what I understand, it was kind of <laughs> Funded by like the lumber and paper industry and yes. all the all the unions that were like, hey, we really don't want hemp, but we're gonna get rid of hemp by demonizing this herb, and so, Reefer Madness was a movie about these teens who smoked this weed and it makes them go crazy, go crazy. and commit acts of of atrocity and 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 sin, and they're doing all this bad things and having orgies and and murdering people and eating off faces sounds fun it's i mean i'll have what she's having <laughs> you, you ever notice one thing about reefer madness what you see black people in reefer madness it's in black and white and i don't see color yeah. so okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> there were no pocs in reefer madness uh. because the people who dealt with the marijuana. They're the, they're the source. And they were... Well, because if some people of color you know, smoke the smoke the marijuana, that's expected. But if it starts leaching into you know, our pure white children, then we mm-hmm. got a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. But... Okay. It's, it's all them jazz musicians' faults. Oh. And they're, they're marijuana. We need to more heavily police these minority communities. And also the communists. Because don't forget about the communists. <laughs> they also smoke the marijuana because they're in covenants with the devil. The damn commies. The commies and the ethnicities 
Marijuana's bad. Here, have your cigarettes and have your your oxycodone. Yeah, and your morphine. Go ahead. Your Xanax and your stop Xanax. asking questions. <laughs> you know, uh, well, there's one thing I definitely say is one argument that people I know who are like marijuana enthusiasts mm-hmm. always say, and that's like, oh, because marijuana is a Schedule One drug. <laughs> but I actually looked up what Schedule One means. What's it mean? I don't know. But, but I, you looked but it I, up. But I have it here. So you didn't look it up. You just it, found the link and then hyperlinked I it. I did, and I have it here in the show notes. Mm. But I actually don't know how to access them. Hold on, I'm going to click it now. Okay, so I have from uh, this <laughs> the diver- diversion control division. Mm-hmm. So schedule one drugs are drugs where the substance has a high potential for abuse, yeah. which is debated with marijuana, mainly because there's emotional abuse and there is a small possibility of chemical abuse, yeah. but it's less likely than other drugs. Yeah. The drug or no or other substance has no currently accepted medical use, but we've all discovered that to be untrue. False. False. This, Not the father. It's got a great dose of fuck it in it. And then there's fuck a lack all. of accepted safety for use of the drug or the substance other medical supervision. And yes, all those things definitely seem to be wrong because they are. Well, that and things that do have medical use are just as susceptible to being abused. Yes, but the argument that is made here is that even under medical supervision. Uh... Now, granted... Considering how fucking stupid you look right now, maybe they may be right. <laughs> but they may be right. I may be crazy. You may be crazy. But it just may be a lunatic <laughs> they're looking for. Oh, that's how you know I've reached a good level. I start quoting Joel. Pull out some uh, Billy Joel lyric. Ooh, Jesus watch out. Christ, I can't even. <laughs> you're high as fuck. So these questions are good because, I don't know. Like, do you think... That the marijuana is dangerous. Do you think there's any harm in the marijuana? Of course. Oh, oh no, you can't say that. Well, you also can't say that because now there's that, there's oh. harm in any overly used substance. There's harm in not sugar. tobacco. There, oh, <laughs> who's in your pockets, Stephen? <laughs> um, <laughs> everything's dangerous if used excessively, but. That's up to the consumer to know whether or not they should abuse it. You're arguing for the free market right now? Uh, Uh, You sound like a white person who doesn't really understand if it's a free market. Um, (laughs) Kind of tapered off a little bit at the end. (laughs) Like... I'm listening. (laughs) uh, Hmm. So what's the question? (laughs) Is the weed dangerous in any way, in any form or fashion? Especially yeah. considering the fact that the poll that I posted at Art of Giving Up on Instagram, the majority of people who started smoking started smoking. When did what age were you when you first started smoking? Eighteen. It was around that, or even younger. Mm. And there have been a lot of studies. Look at the show notes. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't only put one because I'm not doing that much effort, mm-hmm. is <laughs> that that there was definitely some adverse chemical effects. Mm-hmm. In people who are not, not that, developed. not that, not that the marijuana itself is the devil is not going to kill you, not going to murder people. Mm-hmm. But before you've chemically fully matured, which for every person is different, mm-hmm. that are like adverse effects. Look, I'm pretty for the whole 21 and over recreational use. I don't think you should use it younger. Well, what about the fact that they say that women don't even stop? Fully growing until they hit the age of twenty-three, like what, what? What determines the biological satisfaction quota for when people should be allowed to drink and to smoke? Mm, it's completely Indeed. arbitrary. But you know, on a macro level, everything's arbitrary, so nothing matters. So <laughs> twenty-one, it is. <laughs> this was the nihilist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, why is it that once you're over 21 in blackjack, you bust? It's <laughs> no reason. <laughs> it's completely arbitrary. We could say 18, or we could not and say 21, because that's already been established for alcohol, and just say, like, in all right. In America. Yeah, in America. America. And why, why not? 
Just make it all 21. Make it you can't sign up for selective service until 21. All of it, 21. I'm down for that. 21? 21's actually my lucky number. Right after 53. Those fucking lucky numbers. Like, if I ever play the numbers, those two are definitely on it. I I don't know why they just stand out to me. Here's the real question. Mm Mm-hmm. The one thing is you make sure you're nice and high, get some alcohol in you. Um, Here's the real question. Yeah, hit me with it. Is weed, like, overhyped now? Like... Because is weed even cool anymore? Mm. <laughs> Weed's like a dad drug, so is it even like that neat? But really, though, <coughs> just saying, the dead, deadheads. Deadheads made weed Because cool, if, if you think about it, like, when people think of the kind of people who smoke weed, and they smoke the ganja, they smoke, they smoke marijuana, mm-hmm. they smoke cannabis, the kind of people that they think of, are the caricatures of people who were teenagers or young adults in their early 20s when the Grateful Dead was really at their big... That's kind of the caricature. The, the like, Woodstock kind of... Yeah. Well, and who they... Who did they think were cool? And, and they... Who did, those, the, who did that generation think were the cool weed smokers? Did they, did they think that there was a cool person or did they think they were being counterculture? They were probably being counterculture and thinking the other peop- the their inspirations, their pop cultural figures were also counterculture. Then and they. But what about now? We're like, we're in a oh no, but they incriminate the hell out of you. We're in a state where it's decriminalized. No, we're, we're in California, remember? <laughs> and we reside. We reside, you know, normally we're in New York, but right now we're in California. Uh-huh. But if we were in New York, uh-huh. you know, you're allowed in New York to carry around a small amount, uh-huh. you know, and if you were smoking it, they'll just give you a ticket, uh-huh. you know, and it's going to be legal soon and it's legal in some other places and the federal law says it's not, but it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, they, you know, they're pushing it until like, it's like the T-Mobile merger where like nine states are like, yeah, the other states are like, mm, maybe, you know, when the right state hops on, everybody else is going to hop on and it's going to be all, all good. Who, who do you think is going to be the, I'll, I'll, let me just pose this question. Who do you think is going to be the last state and who do you think is going to be like the, the big domino that makes the majority of them? Because fall? of how America works, New York is the domino, mm-hmm. not because of anything other than the fact that outside of New York City is very conservative. When the state turns, the reason why New York State is so much is because the city, New York City, is very, cons- is very liberal, but New York State is very conservative. And for some reason, when both of the coasts fall in line, all of the more liberal cities are just like, fuck it, we're going to follow. Hmm. Then what's going to be, it's going to be like the bastions of like, you know, because you got Austin in Texas really like being liberal and stuff like that, you know? But when, like ranchers should love weed. Yeah, but when when Texas really falls, when Texas completely falls, you you don't want to say that on air. <laughs> I You're gonna mean... rile up a bunch of Texans. <laughs> you know, I got listen. That's but am I wrong? When when you really get those Keystone kind of like really really like, and Texas is already kind of like turning into the Austin and Houston, you know. But the more that Texas becomes more of a liberal state, and the more that like these things become popular or just the more liberalism pushes the entire spectrum towards the left. So Mm -hmm. that way, even conservatism is still like, Mm -hmm. look, we want to keep our agricultural business. Mm -hmm. If it has to be weed, then that's the kind of thing. And it's already, you know, you got Colorado and stuff. It's like, it's creeping in that area, Mm -hmm. but you need those real religious keystone States. Like you need Ohio. It's like, you know what? It's like the presidency. Gotta, it is though. You gotta hit them swing states. You they do. already got Nevada. Is but, Florida? Uh, you know what it is because of the hanging chads. Everybody always looks at Florida, but like, it really depends. But really, Ohio is such a big key. When Ohio really falls in line, that's kind of when all the other states are just like, oh, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Drew Carey reference. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I can't even. I just had to acknowledge oh, shit. it. I just that was had, a deep cut. A, I don't know how deep that is because I'm older than you. It wasn't that deep. The Drew Carey show is a pretty deep really? cut. I used to love that show. I, anyway, was, I, I was about that show. You know, when when that happens, but like, 
it's not is it really cool anymore like so we look at our pop culture figures and we're not in the state right now but if we were you'd be smoking in the state and if you did it outside the cops probably wouldn't stop you they wouldn't even ticket you probably well because you're white but also because we would be in brooklyn not that we are and (laughs) and i probably wouldn't have enough on me to really constantly it wouldn't even be worth it yeah because it's not cool and that's why it's going to become legal. Yeah. Because it's not against the culture. It's not counterculture It's not anymore. counterculture. But here's the thing, though. Pop culture figures still do talk about smoking weed. They talk about other drugs, too. And those get blown up as, like, cool club drugs for a little bit. But, like, for the most part, we're a generation of downers. We just... We're just trying to chill, man. So, hold on. So, I saw... I saw that you put... In the show, know some about doubters. What the, I don't know what the hell you were saying. Yeah, they explain this to me. Like, all right, so the 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 generational epidemic right now is opiates, downers. Like, we're we're getting because that again pushes the spectrum so far on the on the line. It's making weed seem way less of a problem and much more neutral. And and like, if you're smoking weed. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm a little high right now, but I'm not like oxy high. <laughs> also, the ba- oh, it's not that it's not cool anymore. The baseline has changed. Exactly. Like everyone, everyone's a little high, <laughs> and in the '80s and shit, everyone was doing cocaine, and so everyone was up, right? And so it pushed like everyone's everyone's going, everyone's trying to do shit. And if you're smoking weed, then you're like, what are you doing? You're going slow. Everyone. Oh, you're not doing anything. You're lazy. Exactly. You're staying at home and you're just in your lazy. You're just not doing anything. You're just sitting around being a bum, smoking your weed, and not wanting to do... But this generation, we got time on our hands because, oh, we got a real nihilistic view of the future. And so, you know, we could just be popping zannies and and drinking lean, but now nah, we're just smoking a little weed instead and just kind of maintaining a nice little chill level instead of just completely uh, disassociating, you know? So what you're saying is that weed is the butt light of substance abuse. Yes! <laughs> weed is like, I'm not trying to drink drink. I'll just have no. like a beer or two at the party. Weed is the white claw. Weed is the white... Yeah, it really is. You know? No, okay. If we're using this analogy, <laughs> then vaping I was weed, just thinking vaping, vaping is the, weed is the white claw. Vaping is the white claw because like, white women always sit in front of my store vaping. So it's like, you know, the urban people still drink... I mean, they still smoke like blunts and joints. Blunts are... I'm a, I, this, this is some profiling here, but blunts are like the malt liquor. <laughs> uh, That's so fucking racist it's just they go together blunts and and 40s (laughs) blunts and 40s blunts and 40s they go together like 12 years in jail for carrying an ounce oh oh that really brought the mood down man here i am thinking thinking back about all the good times i've had blunts and 40s it's specific kinds of blunts, though. Like a backwoods and a 40, or like you have the zigzag blunt and like a tall PBR. So this is the thing, because you're from the West Coast, I'm from the East Coast, and I don't smoke, but I've been surrounded by it so much that I can pretend that I smoke. Mm-hmm. And you I just know... switch to be a stoner. And I, I could, and I just know what people like here smoke, and how they smoked, or how they did. And I was like, White House. And you know what? You were like, you're like, oh, a backwoods and a PBR pbr no it wasn't pbr pbr didn't even become a thing here to like fucking 12 years ago that shit was not even hip yeah pbr standard and then when pbr became hip like pbr was never the natty ice or natty light Mm. like even natty light wasn't natty light here you know what i mean i I hear what you're saying i kind of want i just had an idea of like we should jump back onto the whole analogy of weed being i'm down for this okay so like you have all these craft 
distilleries too or craft uh breweries Mm -hmm. that's where you get all these little like pop-up single growers who are like Mm -hmm. oh i've specialized in isolating (laughs) the tangerine terpene and this weed is art is especially like orangey and citrusy and then you have people who are like i've made mine super dank and bitter and hoppy and well let's say so what's let's say what's the ipa of the weed world the ipa of the weed world is sour diesel Oh, Sour D? Come on. I, I, I can see that. Or Trainwreck. Trainwreck would be a good Are you trying idea. to get it as sour as possible? Yeah, you just want... I guess that would be more of a Saison. No, no, no. Saison. Saison. No, Saison. No, 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 no. Saisons are French-style ales. Mm. What is is very particular type, and it could be sour, but not really. And Goza's can be kind of sweet or... Bu- it, it, no, no, no. Nah. So, IPA. So, do we, so this is a thing. This is a written tangent. IBUs, International Bitterness Standards. Yeah. And a lot of beers fall between like 5 and 20. But most IPAs start at like 40 to in 100 is like the most bitter thing ever. That's why it's the IBUs. And it sounds like Sour D is the thing where like you're really trying to drive to how bitter and how That's dank the, it the is. Dank. The, That's that pungent, yeah. like so be skunky the, aroma. <laughs> IDU, International Dank <laughs> Oh, oh, this would be brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, you have all these like craft, craft weederies and all these craft dispensaries. Damn it! I wish you had the little weed packets in here. They have like little things like a derivative of the Girl Scout cookies. It's so artisanal now, <laughs> and I think that's kind of what's made it uncool. Is now you can get too nerdy about it, and not like. So is beer not cool? No, beer isn't cool. Oh shit! Is it not really? It's. It's as cool as wine can be cool. Oh, because wine could be cool, but it's so neat. Oh, like, it's not. It's not cool. Cool. Cause, it's like forty year old mom who's really interested in it and reads a few books about it. Yeah, it's like something you do to kind of be interesting, but it's not really cool. It's just like an aspect that kind of is like, oh, they have more dimension than just being a person that I work with. Because I think we've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i hold on i'm resonating on that too hard i'm ah <laughs> oh, shit well you know what it works <laughs> it works though because all right because you know i have a lot of interest and i'm the things I'm, i i know i know it works hmm. <laughs> it works it works it does um <laughs> like i know i know weed as well as I want to know whiskey. Damn. That's... And you know weed, though. You do. I... Mm-hmm. You didn't even so, get started here. No. You you start dropping some fucking polysyllabic words. I'm like... Like, like <laughs> decarboxylate <laughs> and tetrahydrocannabinoids. And... <laughs> oh, ooh, don't show off. It's not working for me. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Oh boy, is that is that turn you on at all? Is that I'm doing like, anything? Oh, getting a little stiffy here. <laughs> just 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 getting a little stiffy. Oh, si- simmer down now. <laughs> so, what else do we have? Uh, so I have what I have. I think I have any more questions. I think I got one. So oh. because you're the one who smokes. Yeah, so and I- we were talking about how weed isn't cool. Because it's gotten too nerdy and too many people know about weed, so it's not really like a the the cool it thing. Now it's 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 a dad drug. And like if people are super into drugs It's the red hot chili peppers of it's <laughs> it kinda it's the red because <laughs> like the thing is it's not like it's not like a, it's not like you know, it's not like something really poppy, like that's on the top of the billboard charts, but it's that thing that every time you hear it on a radio, you're like and it's you like, kind of feel artsy, away, away, enjoying it. Away now. Enjoying You're like, yeah. It. You're like, oh, this time switch. Oh, yeah, I can dig <laughs> it. What's that? Lemon haze? Ooh. California-cation. <laughs> you know, shit. Well, that and they're both, like, they they resonate deep in my heart with, like, being a Californ- Californian. <laughs> it's like red hot chili peppers, weed, and bears, and, like, 
surfing. So how do you feel about being a white person who gets to enjoy something that lots of people of color have been locked up for? <laughs> I say, hey man, if Jesus died on the cross so that we can all sin, if we're not sinning, it ain't worth shit. There's a song from Say Anything called uh, Died a Jew. <laughs> and we're literally the, the, the hook is like Jesus died no the chorus Jesus died a Jew pupils painted blue that's it that's it that's that's just really the part that matters because it's the truth here's what I mean by that previous statement no, I feel no, like no, I need no, to put no, a little no, bit more no, context game. so anyway uh, this no, has been no. absolutely awesome this has been amazing well, as we all know, you've been a racist this entire time. You know, um, I want to thank you for bringing your highness here. Not that you're the highness, your highness, my high, my massa. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I definitely, I want to thank you for 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 being here with wow, me. Just gonna let me leave. Yeah, on that's that. oh. <laughs> oh man, we're so good. I think we're super good at this. T- tell me honestly, was was it in good taste? No. Oh. And you know, it almost was. It almost it, was. But you gotta just take it there. But you know, I feel like this has been absolutely fucking great. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. How high are you right now? Like on a scale of one to ten, I'm rocking a solid seven. Oh, I'm surprised because usually, like, we're in the way here and you're high. I'm, t- I like, I'm fucking only, I'm talking to you and you're just like, <laughs> I just noticed, like, oh, usually, usually we also do that at like two o'clock in the morning. And, like, oh shit, yeah. Like, it's, it's at a reasonable time. Yeah. Wow, wow. I actually have some energy and some, some. This is good. Well, as always, you know, we're going to, we're going to, what's the social media? What is that? HumbleBumbleBear.com? Yeah. Or see Honey at Instagram. See Honey at Instagram. You have to post something? I might have to actually post something. Yeah, you might have to actually get on there and help me promote uh, this. Yeah. yeah. You might have to fucking do that, you fucking stoner, useless piece of shit. Oh, man. Just, just give me that shame. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, of course! If you want to be a part of Hit me the with polls, your words. the polls that I do, uh, I always ask a lot of questions. So you know that is art of giving up on Instagram. You can always reach out to us at uh, artofgivingup at gmail Facebook, art of good taste, and you know, I got one more quick question for you. Yeah, right. What do you, the, do you think the contact high is significant? Not now, because I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not gonna front. I've had the contact high. You you have to when you hang around people who are like hot boxing and shit. You get a little bit of a contact high. Mm-hmm. But do you think? Because as I've never smoked the weed, is it significant? Is it like as close to being high? Well, uh, no. I mean, you get high. It does affect you, not nearly as much as you're actually smoking. Like like even it's like a little. It's like a wind blow. Unless someone is blowing smoke directly into your <laughs> mouth. AKA shotgunning. Yeah. <clears throat> then uh, you're probably good, man. Yeah. And like, if they don't even touch you, then you're solid. Then it's not, it's a non contact high. Well, there you go. So, uh, like, subscribe. It helps. It really helps. Please leave a comment. Did iTunes. Come to a conclusion. Like, no, that's no, what the fuck is the conclusion? Like, Weed is not cool. We fucking know it. Uh, Why do I still do it then? Because you're a fucking poser. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play. Please leave a comment. Please leave a like and all these things. And remember. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm trying to think of something really weed related to make like a like. And like keep on rolling or like. Just keep rolling around. I was, I was really. Th- that's like the fourth time you made that joke in some form or fashion on this podcast. Oh, fucking subscribe to the art of fucking. No. Wait. No, to what's that in good taste? Yeah. On everything. And, uh, yeah, pass the duchy to the left hand side. So, so, so.